Hey, Storm Freaks, it's Phil, and we're starting Season 6.0 with first-time guest Stephanie Abrams of the Weather Channel. And I remember sitting in the truck with my producer. I'm looking at the radar, and, you know, all of a sudden, the radar was purple. It wasn't red. Oh it was God. purple on the radar. And I looked at my producer. I said, this is not good. And we have a lineup of hashtag WeatherFools, WX Resources, and more of Weather Trollbot 5000. So don't miss it. <clears throat> Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got it, boss. Hey, welcome to the most entertaining weather podcast. This is the award-winning Stormfront Freaks podcast brought to you by the Atmosphere Weather app. The forecast like you've never seen before Download Atmosphere Weather now from your app store. Uh, special thanks to our Patreon members uh, that support the show. You can actually join us live uh, when we record with our guests like we are tonight. You can join us like new member Jackson at patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. Uh, but before we get to our guests, let's see uh, which of the co-hosts are joining us at the bar tonight. Uh, we got a pretty good lineup. They all wanted to be here for Stephanie. Um, so I'm going to start with MJ up in Minnesota. What are you drinking? Yeah, well, I uh, had to be at work because we started early today, so I'm drinking straight up A&W root beer. <laughs> Woo, very, very sad at that. All right, uh, Greggles up in Canada. Greg, what are you drinking? <clears throat> well, I uh, created a drink uh, specifically for um, tonight's uh, broadcast. Uh, I call this the insurrection. Um, <laughs> It's one part sourpuss and uh, one part Russian vodka and uh, mix it up really good. Yummy goes right down. No issues. It's just, it's delicious. It's delicious. It goes, goes right in. Right, mm, right, right, mm, right in. Mm, mm, mm. All right. Delicious. Very good. Well, Jen, uh, you, you and a, you and a couple of you are down in uh, the heart of what we thought was the most exciting political part of our country down in Georgia and Atlanta until yesterday. But uh, what are you drinking? Well, since I'm the biggest drinker of the entire team, I took a break today and I worked up until this this recording right now and I still have to work after. So hot chocolate. That's what I'm drinking. Uh, okay. Georgia Aquarium mug though. It's a Bailey's oh, nice. something. Nice. <laughs> all right. All right. Our other Atlanta resident, Dina. Um what are I you have drinking? to chill with a glass of wine. You know, I had the fireplace on let downstairs. I it's you gotta calm yourself today. Mm-hmm. Very Fair true. enough. And then uh, Maz, Cincinnati, what are you drinking? I have a Jameson Neat. Mm. Oh, wow. Straight up, baby. Actually, I take that back. I had one ice cube in it, so just one. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> tell you what, you, why don't you keep the floor? All right. Hey, hey, we are really excited tonight. Uh, we have Stephanie Abrams on. This is our first time on the show. Some have, some have called her the female Jim Cantori, but I say no. <laughs> I say no. I have too much hair for that. (laughs) She's currently currently a co-host on AMHQ in the morning. Stephanie Abrams has covered every type of weather from the Weather Channel since 2003. And in the field, she's covered hurricanes, tornadoes, heat waves, flooding, snow, and fires. Previously, Stephanie was a morning meteorologist at Tallahassee, Florida, or Tallahassee Lassie. She graduated with a bachelor's degree in meteorology from Florida State University and also earned a bachelor's degree in geography from the University of Florida. And don't forget, in 2014, 
She also had a cameo appearance in Sharknado 2, oh. the second <laughs> one. Nice. Welcome, Stephanie. That's really what talking. I'm best known for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the female, not the female Jim Cantori, huh? No, 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 no. But thank you for having me. I'm excited to uh, chat with you guys tonight. <laughs> we're, we're great so to we're have you. We're happy to have you. Yeah. So tell us how you got involved with Sharknado, first of all. Let's talk yeah. about that. How did you know that? It was so long ago, but I remember saying, I want to do this. We need to be involved. There's weather. And I can't remember exactly how it got all hooked up, but I do remember once it did, um, I got to work with them, with the people involved in Sharknado. And I got to work with them on what we were going to do and the graphics. And I can't remember now who made the graphics at the Weather Channel. Oh, I wish I did. So I give them a shout out. Um, but um, someone helped me make the graphics. And then I, they, we were talking about like my script. It was really pretty much ad libby. And I was like, well, I could do, you know, you have like two inch an hour rainfall rates. Maybe I say like two inch of shark rainfall rate type of a thing. <laughs> and so we just tried out a couple little, you know, cute things that you would do on the weather and just put shark in there. And uh, it came out a lot of fun. Oh, it's so awesome. Did you shoot it here in Atlanta or did it you? It was when I was in New York. And oh. so we shot it in our New York studio. So I don't know if everyone knows for a little bit. I've been at the Weather Channel now, what, like 17 and a half years or something. And um, some of those years were up in New York because we um, had a show with Al Roker and we had Wake Up With Al. And so he would do the show with me at 30 Rock in our Weather Channel little studio, our nook. And then he would go over and do the Today Show. And so that's actually where we shot it was in that. Well, they just came in and, you know, I, I don't remember if we rolled on it or they did, but it was it was really fun and cool to kind of work with them on it. Oh my God, that's so awesome. And so I have one more quick question, Stephanie. Uh, yeah. Are you the youngest meteorologist, uh, on-camera meteorologist at the Weather Channel? Right now? Or, or no, 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 when we first started. When you came out <laughs> oh, I was like, I'm, I'm an old lady now. <laughs> I mean, I started when I was 24. I started when I was 24. So I, wow. I you know what? I'll have to ask. I was, I was definitely you young. Black I, was, I, feel definitely. You are. I feel like you are. I, I feel like you were the youngest they've had to start on camera. Well, I will double check that. We'll I'll have to look that. into that. Yeah. So if you were 24 and now you're 25, um, <laughs> how, how have things changed at the weather channel for you and for, for everybody, even the, the ladies, everybody. I mean, it's been quite a ride, you know, and I know Jen and Dina can also talk to this a little bit, but um, it, it, what is so weird, it's been nearly 20 years, right? And just think about technology over 20 years, how we didn't have social media. I remember one time, you know, Bettis and I worked together for a really long time, Mike Bettis, and what we had before um, in commercial breaks, they set up a laptop so people could like, we would live stream our laptops. But when I first started at the Weather Channel, believe it or not, I was doing broadband. And this was, I mean, I don't even know if people still use that word, wow. but what we would do is that's where I got my start was on doing broadband and then filling in um, on the network. And so I would stand there and do each city. If you would watch it on weather.com on the internet, I would give your city forecast and I would just do it for hours for all these different cities. And so that's how I started. And just the evolution, you know, just the other day, someone was asking me about how things have changed in weather. And I said, well, we no longer, again, have math walls as meteorologists in school and everything you printed it used to print out the maps yep. and have them all lined up the on the right yes. yes all mm -hmm. that stuff and i said even i said something else we used to do 
is all the warnings, the Weather Channel would have a printer that would just print out every warning. And we had a table off to the side and we would organize and line up all the warnings so we could see them. Now, of course, I just pick up my phone and click on the warning and get it. But little things like that have been, you know, fun and interesting. And then, of course, with IMR and the big studio and, and that sort of stuff, the technology has just been really fun to work with. It, it is insane because remember, I remember when Twitter started. I, for some reason, I was so, I was like, I'm not getting on there. I don't want to get on Twitter. And then I realized, man, I'm missing a ton. Like people are posting weather videos immediately. And, and, you know, you really have to get into it. Now it's such a place you go to say, oh my God, is it snowing in Arkansas right now? Or is it snowing in Atlanta? And you could find out. Uh, You can get the verification right there that quick. That's crazy. Stephanie, I have a, I have a, I got a question for you. So do you... Uh, still get a chance to get out in the field, like in the weather. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, what do you? What? What's your like? What's your the the best thing? Like, what if if you could pick anything to go see or cover, report on? What would it be? So I've done it all, right? From literally fires to floods to hurricanes and tornadoes. And um, I'll say that tornadoes are my least favorite. Uh, because long story short, this was way back in the day we were covering a tornado back when, oh, something else has changed. We used to use these huge satellite trucks and now everything's in a backpack on a computer, you know, live streaming. Um, but we were in, um, Missouri, we were just outside Kansas city and they'd just been hit by tornadoes. And I remember sitting in the truck with my producer, I'm looking at the radar and, you know, all of a sudden the radar was purple. It wasn't red. It was purple on the radar. And I looked at my producer, I said, this is not good. And I went outside to do a live shot. And then, you know, it's pitch getting pitch black. The sirens start going off. And I was like, this is it. We got to go. This is not safe. It starts pouring. They're tr- and they were freelancers. And so this is their livelihood. So they're trying to get all their gear in the car. and like, we got to go. I mean, it was really a, a, a stressful situation. So tornadoes are my least favorite because they're so unpredictable about exactly where they're going to. Stephanie, that's, that actually sounds awesome. <laughs> like that sounds like maybe the best day ever <laughs> no it was not because there was everything was like flattened basically around us from the previous storms and so mm. i had to get everyone back to the hotel and it's my response i feel response i'm the meteorologist i know what's yeah. happening and so i'm like we have to go now drop where we you know um so that that was probably the most stressful it's ever been with hurricanes, you can you can prepare, you know, and then of course snowstorms are just fun because most people stay home, right? Mm-hmm. And you can just really enjoy the snow. Long story short. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Stephanie. Well, I feel like with Greg, I, I don't know. I, I might be like thinking Greg's way, but also with you, Stephanie, you're responsible for right. them. So it's just like and now they have, I think, two required meteorologists in the field. Um, at the same time. So if you're on camera, there's someone else also monitoring mm-hmm. the weather. That, that makes can, sense that can help out you know that uh, situation ask, oh sorry go ahead phil well i was just i was going to ask this since we're on this this topic of being in the field you know one of the questions i've always had and i've heard people ask about is you know who's because what's sexy right now on tv is always extreme is always everything and especially when it comes to weather it's being in the extreme and and mm-hmm. catching that on video and everything else and so that's just kind of the nature of and the trend of tv but for weather, who makes the decisions to go, you know what, we're in a tropical storm. I am going to be out here. Um, winds are picking up, flying around all over the place. Who, who's, who's making that decision to go, you know what, 
I'm going to be out here and know what? I don't think I should be out here. And then number two, and I'm sure you've heard this a ton, Stephanie, but what's, I guess, what do you feel is the impression of the average person when we're telling people, uh, evacuate, get indoors, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and yet we're out there leaning into the wind uh, and reporting the on the mic. weather. So, so it's kind of two questions, kind of yeah. how, what's involved in that decision-making process if you're out or in or what you're doing. And then number right. two, I guess, what, what's the, how, how do you respond to the people that are going, you know, should you be doing that when I'm. Yeah. Well, the first, I mean, how I usually respond to the people who are like, why are you out there? The first thing is, is we're meteorologists and I have 20 years, essentially. My first hurricane season was oh four in the field. So I've almost, you know, 15, 20 years of being in the field. Um, you know, for instance, there was one during hurricane Ike and I knew that the winds were going to shift around, which meant the waves were going to get high over the wall and then they were going to shift and be on the, you know, so we, as a meteorologist, we have that knowledge and know how to um, be prepared for that and shift when things are changing in the field. And we, we are prepared and, and advanced for that. When it comes to the field, they are very, very safe. Also in Ike, I remember um, they called and said, listen, ask your entire crew. If someone doesn't want to be there, they can leave. There's no questions asked. Safety first. During Michael, um, I was down um, in Port St. Joe because that's the only place I thought I could find a safe house. And then I wasn't, I didn't feel safe there. And I called and they said, leave right now. There is no hesitation at work with, if you don't feel safe, leave. And they're also very particular. There was one hurricane years ago where I said, I'm staying here. And they were like, no, it's not safe. You're not high enough. You are not staying there. You will not be out. You know, so it's safety first at the weather channel. Um, and just this past year with Laura, we were in Lake Charles and I, we were in a massive building and I had my crew. Let me tell you how protected I had them. And this comes with, of course, being a meteorologist and the experience. My photog, and I'm not exaggerating, there's a picture of it somewhere. I wish I had, I could show you guys. He was sitting in a chair, no rain gear. His jacket was off. I believe his jacket was off in this picture. He's sitting in a chair with no jacket, just behind the camera, chilling, while I was just steps away from him out in the um, elements you know, getting hammered because I knew how to protect him. I knew which way the winds were going to be coming from. So I knew how to barricade him in, in this little area so that he would be fine and that we could obviously come in um, and which we ended up doing uh, when things got too bad. Did he ever thank you? <laughs> he was having I don't a think so because yeah, we were on air for, I mean, I don't, I, at this point, I, I'm probably like eight, nine hours straight or something, you know, and had schlepping through the casino. Okay, we're gonna do live shots in here, it's safe. And then the other side. So uh, we were pretty worn out. Okay, so pick, pick one event, one event. Just what is the highlight, like, of the career? One, one major weather event. So I don't know if I want to call it a highlight necessarily, but I would say the most memorable event was Katrina Yeah. Um, mm. for me. Because, you know, they're putting out these warnings of the surge, it's going to be 20, 30 feet, and you're kind of like, okay, that's like a three-story, but what? In, this is insane. And um, I was all the way in the Florida panhandle, and again, I'll try to make this long story short. I was in the panhandle, and so I was up from like 7 a.m. I think my last live shot was 11.30. Now, again, this is 20 years ago, so don't quote me on that. But it was something like we started early in the morning, and then all the live shots went down because the satellite dishes couldn't stay up back in then. So we had to st we stayed up. Um, and then they called, and there was no cell service, and they said, you guys have to go find Cantoria, essentially, because they couldn't get a hold of them and this whole thing. 
So we went to the airport, got another car, we loaded up with gas and food, we drive there. I mean, it, and Cantor and I talk about it still to this day, it looked like a movie set. The, the, what the surge did, the fact that it pushed this mammoth casino, you would see where the air conditioning was, and then the casino was on land, you know, however far away. It, it's, it looks like a movie set is the only way to describe it, because you just can't even, there aren't words, no one would believe it unless they saw it with their own eyes. So I would say Katrina was the most shocking and memorable. Wow. Yeah. So where do you go from here then? It's it's over, isn't it? You're done. The career is right. <laughs> Drop the mic. I just feel I, you know, everyone always says, oh, what would you be doing? And anyone that's listening, if you have an answer to that, you need to go do that. Whatever it is. That's it's, good it's point. Like, you know, oh, well, I, I'm going to do this or I should do. You need to go do it right now. And so I've been so lucky that I've been able to live this dream job and dream career for all these years. I mean, I just feel so thankful for that. Other things that I really am interested in is I love space. I would love to go to outer space. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yes. I ask you, what's on your weather bucket list? So do you have a bucket list? I mean, another thing I covered fire. I, I mean, I think I've covered the only thing I haven't experienced is an earthquake. Um, and for a while I wanted to be a volcanologist. I went through all the sciences and I landed on weather because I feel like it covered all of them. That's how I ended up in weather. I took ocean, I took an oceanography class. I thought I was gonna be a volcanologist for a while. I thought I was gonna be a marine biologist for a while. And weather kind of tapped into a little bit of all that and the physics and the chemistry. And that's why I fell in love with it. Um, but fires was something that was also strange to cover because I remember one house would be burned down and the next house next to it would be, um, totally fine. And I think that having all these experiences over all these years just makes me a better meteorologist and I can understand like what the people are going through and how to articulate and do all that sort of stuff. But, you know, I'm thinking, I I mean, I think I've covered every type of weather. And I really do think you're great at this because you... You're the one person I know that still has a real love and passion for what she does. She just doesn't want to phone it in. She wants no. to do a great job. And I think that's what helps you keep going. All right. We'll get Thank you guys you. a room later. But hey, talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Shut> up, <Bill. laughs> talk, talking about careers. Uh, last question before we go to break. What what is the what's the state law down in Florida uh, can you get a degree at Florida and Florida State? At, uh, I know this is a big question. Work? So so here's the thing. I went to Florida and like I said, I took all those math and sciences and I fell into a meteorology class and loved it. They didn't have a bachelor's there, but I loved being at Florida. You have to understand, I bleed orange and blue. When I My first year there was 96. Now everyone knows how old I am, but it's fine. doesn't matter. I'm kidding. Um, and we won our first national title in football. And then my senior year, we went for our first national title in basketball and we lost to Michigan State. And so I had these bookends. I was having this like incredible sports, you know, time as well when I was there and I didn't want to leave. And so that's why I stayed at Florida and then everything transferred to Florida State. But I still bleed orange and blue. I, I, I can't help it. Prove it's it. hard to pick. Prove it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's always hard to pick. It's no different when you're talking about weather apps either. It's always the same. And so I don't know if you've lost confidence in your daily weather app, but you're not alone. Searching the wealth of weather apps for something you can trust has become impossible. The Atmosphere Weather app will scratch your itch. Uh, Atmosphere Weather's unique difference is that it shows the weather forecast around a 24-hour clock. Do you want hourly temp, sky cover, uh, sky cover and precipitation? It's got it. Uh, you want live radar, current temperature, feels like temp, pressure, wind speed, 
Uh, you got it. Sunrise, sunset. You got it. And the cool part is all of that is on one screen with a simple presentation. And, and I'll tell you this, with one swipe of a finger, you can also get hourly humidity, hourly wind speed, hourly dew point spread. Uh, it's, it's definitely become my go-to daily weather app. And if you try it, it's going to become yours too. Atmosphere Weather, it's available on iOS and Android. Just visit your app store and download Atmosphere Weather uh, for free. So it's time for a quick little break. We got a little tracker chat for you. And uh, we're going to be right back with Stephanie and the lightning round. So stay tuned. Woo! Welcome to Tracker Chat. Uh, we are the Tornado Trackers. Uh, my name is Jeremy Heyman, and I'm joined by Gabe Cox and Jeff Mangum. We are excited to join uh, the 100th episode of Stormfront Freaks. Um, and on this week's episode of Tracker Chat, uh, us three guys are going to talk about what skills, uh, what we'd like to be in place um, in the long term. So I'll let Gabe Cox kick us off. Where do you want to be, Gabe, uh, on your 100th chase? I don't know. Have you hit your 100th chase, do you think? Do you think you've done 100 chases? That's a good question. <laughs> uh, I'm not a numbers guy, so I don't really keep track of what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. It's quality over quantity for me. Well, let's just assume that I haven't. I think the biggest thing for me, I would love to improve uh, my forecasting skills. As someone who has not thoroughly studied meteorology, I know there's tons of growing room for me there. Yeah, there's definitely a lot that I don't understand about the atmosphere, and that obviously is detrimental to choosing a target. So I think that's the biggest thing for me, forecasting skills. Um, but I have found uh, some great resources through the Storm Prediction Center. They have a whole video lecture series and the National Weather Service about forecasting you can get as in-depth as you want or as high level as you want. So those are great resources for me um, and our team as we're honing in on our forecasting skills. So you're saying you want to uh, learn calculus so that you can do all the math, <laughs> the atmospheric math? <laughs> I, I want to learn everything I can without using math. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Uh, what a good goal. Jeff, what about you? What's the kind of the lifetime goal that you want to work on with storm chasing? I think I, I want to work on um, real-time patience. Something happened last year where um, Gabe and I were hoping to go to the panhandle and it looked like it was going to be a huge storm structure day. And then I couldn't go. The video that came out of what what Gabe took that night, I have I've watched that video over and over and over and thought, man, next year I want to have a few opportunities to to have the patience to sit in front of something like that and just let it spin toward me and then over me, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, patience is so challenging. Uh, for me, uh, on my 100th chase, I hope that I can really enjoy the chase overall and just the privilege of getting to be out there and um, experience beauty and, and kind of the, the hugeness of nature and the, that, that I can kind of have some contentment on the road. And um, if I don't see something, you know, uh, chalk it up to adding just to my experience and to my forecasting yeah. skills. Um, I feel like fa failure is the best teacher ultimately. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I hope overall is just kind of an attitude of, um, 
maybe letting some expectations go. That's what I hope on my 100th yeah, chase. Yeah, that's huge. I think yeah. that that will make or break your storm season. I know I have gone through the extremes of both. 2017 was, for me, I had so many expectations that never got met, and I was miserable. That storm season was the mm. worst for me. And then 2018, I had made up my mind that I'm going to walk into the storm season, I'm going to take whatever is given to me, and I'm going to enjoy it. And it was the best storm season. We hardly saw any tornadoes that year, but it was so much fun because I had released expectations and just enjoyed wherever I I ended up, enjoyed the towns I got to see, the people I got to meet, whatever storms were given to me. It was night and day difference. You know, one of the things that my son's baseball coaches have told him every year don't let a bad play beat you twice. And it's so cliche. Yeah. But you start watching your kid, and you're like, yeah, like there's a lot of game left. Don't don't miss the rest of the great game because of one play. And I think chasing is so, so much like that. It's like one or two chases that don't paint out have this way of like, well, there goes somehow, there goes the whole season. Yeah. We go in our brains like that as opposed to going, all right, got to reboot. It's like it really is the art of rebooting. I think that's a good one. I take mine back. I want that one. (laughs) You can't have it. All right. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, all great advice. Um, Storm chasing is like life. It's just it's a long, winding road, and um, failure is a great teacher, and we're always trying to get better. Yeah, so thanks, fellas. Uh, This has been Tracker Chat. I've been Jeremy Heyman with Gabe Cox and Jeff Mangum. Our website is tornadotrackers.org. I just want to say thank you to the Stormfront Freaks guys. Just congrats on 100 episodes. That's just Happy an, anniversary. Yeah, Happy an 100th. Amazing accomplishment, uh, 100 episodes. Um, thanks for letting us be a part of it. Um, this has been Tracker Chat, and we'll see you next time. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We've got a future Hall of Famer, I'm going to call her, Stephanie Abrams. You know, they've started that whole uh, Meteorologist Hall of Fame thing, and so I, I know you're, uh, you're going to be on the docket, I'm sure. But, Stephanie, I, I got a question. We were talking a little bit earlier about what's changed, you know, at the Weather mm-hmm. Channel uh, since you started there. I'm kind of curious where you think it's going. I mean, where, um, you know, TV meteorology – a 24-hour weather cable channel, you know, what's the future of that? Or what do you see the company doing? What are the trends? I mean, I wish I had the answer to that, don't we all? <laughs> it's like, I mean, that that's a tough one. Um, I, I really don't know um, where we're going to be, you know, where TV will be, I guess, you know, even in 10 or 20 years from now. It is a tough question, Stephanie. I have to say that it's, nobody really knows. I mean, it's, I think we just have to keep evolving um, as things go on, but yeah, it's tough because I remember getting that question like a couple years ago too. Well, Jen, even social media is evolving and changing. Oh my, and I have to ask Stephanie about that. That was my next question, Matt. Uh, well, anyway, let, let's talk about social media and the fact that you got Jim Cantori in a dress on TikTok. I and did. so, so first of all, Stephanie, you are amazing at social media. You are not no, scared at all. You try all the features, no. do all the things. I want to know, first of all, because you guys have so much fun on the show, how that happened, you getting Jim into a dress and doing that whole fun skit, and then just what your favorite social media channel is, whether for fun 
or for talking weather and geeking out? Well, thankfully, Jim, he is actually quite agreeable. Um, I didn't have to like, you know, uh, say, oh, I'll get you this or that. I didn't have to do any, he didn't, you know, any favors or anything. He said, okay, I'll do it because he's fun like that. Jim is, and that's something people always ask me, what's Jim like, you know, in real life or whatever. He's exactly how he is on TV. And I think that's why he's so loved is because he's exactly the person. He's just as excitable and intense and into it and engaged and fun um, as he is in real life. So he was all up for it. Yeah. Um, when it comes to social media, just I just recently got into TikTok, which is fun. TikTok is really fun. At least, you know, my feed is. I don't know if any of you guys are TikTokers, but mm -hmm. there are some really funny people out there. And so I'm highly entertained by a lot of the things I see on TikTok and try to engage, you know, as much as I can. But I'm 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 not a good dancer, so it's pretty pitiful. You're a great so you dancer. You're a good dancer, Stephanie. I've seen them all. You're really good. <laughs> Getting good to dance is the best. Getting Jim to dance is the best. Ah, that's all, you well, know. Well, and that's a question I have too. If it was easy getting him into the dress, what line did you have to use to get him out of the dress? <laughs> I don't have the dress. I'm still asking for it back. <laughs> oh my God. Did he put the heels on? the heels on okay um but i'm keeping the dress i he I, he did I, that was a joke of course he gave it back but i'm keeping it just in case there's another use for it at some point in the future <laughs> <laughs> stephanie i have to ask also as a morning meteorologist so rumor has it and i don't know if we've actually talked about this before you don't you wake up so early i would love to know like when your alarm clock goes off but you don't drink caffeine or coffee or anything. no i have no caffeine of course the alarm clock oh, very you know, um, depending on what time we're going to be on three, four in the morning, but I, I don't, I do not like coffee. I've never liked coffee. I don't drink sodas. I mean, I really don't have caffeine in my diet. Um, and you know, life is a mind game. And truth is, if you're, if I tell you right now, get peppy, you could do it. You don't need coffee to do it. It's all in your mind. And so, you know, <laughs> I'm going to tell myself that tomorrow at 3 a.m. <laughs> if, I was, if I was by you, I'm like, all right, let's do this, Jennifer. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like, you would get hyped up. Yeah. So, you know, life actually, is actually, game. if you if you came at me with that kind of attitude at three thirty in the morning, you would be like, um, danger. Yeah, danger. So, what time do you crash? Then are you like, hey, it's four in the afternoon? You know. Yes. So I don't typically nap. I'm not a good napper. I think I'm just too high energy unless I'm really exhausted. Um, but this is about the time when I really start. This is like late night for me right now. I mean, we're like, this is like midnight to a normal person for me. Um, you know, but I, I get in bed around seven, eight ish type of a thing. It's actually pretty late. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. I'm not a, I'm not a morning person. Shockingly, I'm not a morning person. Oh. It's, I so like I'm not someone who wakes up and is like yay mornings. I would rather wake up at like 9 a.m. That yeah. would be more my speed. Oh my god! I don't yeah. know if I've ever heard of something so terrible in my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> that sounds just horrible. But you know, the good thing is though, Stephanie, you get done with work what at 10 a.m. and then you have the yeah. rest of the day. To... Well, that's what everyone says, you know, but sometimes you're tired. But listen, everyone, yeah. who's, who's really not tired in life, right? I mean, <laughs> it's like, we're all get tired. So and I love what I do. And so it just makes it again, it makes a huge difference. If you're loving what you're doing, you you know, you rally and you do it. And that's my job. Anyway, if I went on there, and I'm like, 
guys, I'm so tired. It's going to be a little sunny. I mean, like, yeah. it'd be ridiculous. No, we can't do that. And teachers can't do that. And teachers are exhausted, too. They can't go in front of their class and be like, here are your ABCs, you know? Like, do they give you, do they give you, like, a special stipend or something for doing the early morning thing? Like, do you get, like, a bonus? Like, is it, like, working in a remote area that you get, like, <laughs> special extra money on your check or something like that? Or I'm going to talk you, to them about that. Yeah. If you get yeah. hit in the head with some of the roof in a hurricane, do you get something extra? <laughs> something? That's, why we wear, that's why we wear helmets for. Danger you know, pay. Danger pay. That's a yeah. good one. Hey, we've got, uh, we've got uh, some Patreon members, Joe, Curtis, uh, Timothy. They're actually all on right now. And, and there's a good question from Curtis. Uh, wanted to know... What was it like standing in 104 mile per hour winds in Laura, and how did you not get blown over? Good so here's the interesting, great question. Here's the interesting thing about hurricane force winds: is when you're out there, really nobody's standing in sustained hurricane force winds. When they are getting that bad, a you either can't stand. If you watch someone do one of those wind tunnel tests, I mean, they are leaned over and like braced and everything. Um, and second of all, debris starting to fly. So really nobody's out there in those extreme sustained hurricane force winds. Um, I mean, maybe there's some storm chasers here or there, but we're certainly not. I come in during that because it's too dangerous. Wasn't it you and Jim that almost got hit with part of the building? So what <laughs> <laughs> That was a nice pause. <laughs> During Laura, I was standing on these steps again, where my photographer was tucked back in. I was just like a couple steps down from him. I had him blocked on both sides and we were getting the straight winds because behind us was, oh, what's the name of uh, that body of water that was behind us? I'm, I'm having a mental block. My Atlantic mind starts to shut down. No, no, no. It was um, uh, some little lake or something behind us. Anyhow, we were wide open there. And um, so the winds were cranking, but it was some piece of debris hit glass above us and it shattered down and then that was it that, like the second okay we're done and then we pulled back into the corner and then stuff really started breaking and we went inside and we were inside until it was safe to go outside you never got hurt or anything have you no, not even no. a little bit right yeah good no i mean i'm telling you safety is number one i mean even you know even our producers are here like okay you're done like we're this is you know so safety first so i get this question all the time and i'm gonna throw it at you Doing uh -oh. what you do, like going into, you know, tornado situations and hurricanes and everything. Can you get life insurance? <laughs> That's a great Are you like, I think you're, I, I think Are you you're a really, I think, I think you're a terrible bet. Honestly, like <laughs> I wouldn't give you life insurance. I would not Are underwrite that. Are you going to take out a policy on me is the thing here. Though. Well, <laughs> that, that, that actually might make more sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> This is true. And Stephanie, I have to ask you, I'm totally spinning it a different way. So I've always wanted to go to space camp. We're going to switch the subject. And so there is adult space camp. And yeah. I didn't realize that. But you went to space camp as a child. What was it like? Twice. I loved it. I highly recommend even as an adult. I think you'll have a great, great time. We went to camp, camp in Florida for like a day camp or something. I was very, very little. And then I have such an, a phenomenal dad that he sent me, um, me and my sister to space camp at Huntsville. You feel so cool. I mean, you have to go. You really feel like you are having a mission. Now, here's the one problem. We did not close our payload bay doors, so we burned up in reentry. So we failed our mission. Oh, I was no. I was not in charge of that though. That was not me. I was one of the specialists. I did an experiment. I don't remember who it was, but we burned up in reentry. 
Oh, no, Jen, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jen, what the heck is adult space? Is it like bourbon and bikinis or what are we talking about there? They have it in Huntsville at the the, the space mm -hmm. at regular onesies oh, and cutest. like solid ice cream. That's what it is. <laughs> Let's go. I, I worked in Huntsville for a couple of years. Yeah, I didn't know it was like an adult one. place. Yeah, there. I didn't even know either until some of my friends were like, "Jen, you want to?" And do I it? think they have family space camp too. So highly, highly recommend. Oh, oh. that's even more we're like fun. the uh, Austin Space family. The <laughs> hey, that's the sound, everybody. Uh, it is time for our lightning round. And so, Stephanie, this is this is our game show of what we call flashy and brilliant questions. Uh -oh. uh, that we always have with our guests, and, and uh, tonight is no different. It's really a game show is what we do. Now, I'm going to ask you this because I did read somewhere that somehow you are a fan or connoisseur of game shows. What's that all about? I love game shows. I've always wanted to be a game show host. When I was growing up, I had, if you will call it the board game of game shows, like Family Feud where you pull this little thing. I used to oh, beg yeah. everyone to play the game shows with me. I love game shows. Family Feud, Price is Right, those are my top two faves. All right. Well, this this is going to be right up your luck. alley tonight. What's that? Fresh Your Luck. That was also a good oh, one with Peter Tamarkin, right. the host. So, so before, <laughs> oh, my before, you give all the, before you give all the answers uh, to our game tonight, uh, we're, we're playing a little uh, Family Feud tonight. So a little bit of Family Feud. Uh, I love Family this, Feud. Here, here's what it is. So most everybody knows how to play Family Feud, but... How we do it on Stormfront Freak, Stephanie, is you are a family. You, you're, you're out there on an island by yourself. Okay. You're okay. a family of one. And then our freaks, they're the other family. All right, so how we're going to do this is we're going to play first to three strikes. Whoever gets three strikes first okay. is out, and the other is the winner. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. So th this is just one. We're just one thing here. Uh, and this is uh, so this is from Screen Rant. Dot com. Uh, the top 10 answers are on the board. What you have to do is you have to name the top 10 best game shows. And we're going to start, Stephanie, with you. You just have to pick one, uh, one in the 10, and then, and then I'm going to flip it, and we're just going to go back and forth. And as soon as you get a strike, uh, freaks go. And we'll just go, when someone okay. gets a strike, we'll flip it over to the other person. Family so, Feud. You got to start with Family Feud. Family Feud. Uh, ScreenRant.com says, yep, Family Feud is number one. You picked the number one. Whoa. Uh, family Feud is off the board. All right. Nice. So you keep going. We got nine more on the board. Oh, what I keep going. Price yep. is right. Uh, Price is right. That is number three on the How board. How about name that tune? Name that tune. No. Name that tune is not on the board. So, Stephanie, that is your first strike. So I'm going to turn it over to the freaks, and I'm I'm going to start with uh, Greg. Greg, you got something? Uh, what, top ten? What do you think? Who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, Who wants to be one. a millionaire? That is All number right. five. Number okay. five. I'm going to go to Jen. Did we do Jeopardy yet? Jeopardy. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> number two on the board. Very good. So we still got four, six, seven, eight, nine, ten on the board. Dina. Wheel of Fortune. Whoa, yeah. good one. Very good. Wheel of Fortune is number four on the board. Uh, Maz, we're up to you. How far back does this go? Uh, uh, I'll be honest. They're all either relatively new or they've oh. been remade, and they're oh. kind of relatively new. So like maybe $100,000 Pyramid? Is that too uh, old? $100,000 Pyramid. Love that one. 
That oh, is on there. Not the $10,000 pyramid, but the $100,000. All right, so that was number nine. Uh, MJ, you got six, seven, eight, and 10 on the board. God, that's a lot. I, I, Hollywood Squares. Oh, Hollywood Squares. Good one. What? Oh, that's not, not on that's the board. shocking. So, that Steph, is. Steph, we're back to you. You got uh, four more on the board still. Is the newlywed game show considered a game show? Uh, it is considered a game show. <laughs> it's just not on the list. Uh, I was thinking Wait, that too. They that need to question. redo that. That's a good one. The newlywed game the show. Use the word whoopee. Wasn't it that show? Mike Woolery, wasn't he the host? Making whoopee. Uh, so I'm counting this up here. I think we got uh, four, two. Okay. I like freaks, all the classic uh, bumper stumpers. These pe- the people are not going to be on the board. Uh, okay, well, you don't. It's not your pick anyway. So, uh, Greg, <laughs> Greg, what do you got, Greg? Uh, let's make a deal. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, guys. Oh my god. Seven. All right, so we still got six, eight, and ten, Jen. Oh my god, I've I've run it out. I don't know. I'm trying to think of all the ones that you've listed so far and what hasn't been said. I know that's the hard part. Um, isn't there? Oh, right, oh so wow. you, you only get Whoa. a few seconds. So, freaks, you get an X. So, uh, Steph, Sorry, I'm going to go back to you. We still got three here. on the board. We'll keep this rolling. I'm trying to think of um, what was the one where she was like, uh, "You're out." The one with the British accent. Um, oh, don't oh. say it. Don't say it. No, no, no. She needs. Well, she's only one person. She gets extra time. I'm trying to think of what was that because sh- you said they're all like newer shows. I'm thinking old school shows. I know what you're talking about, Stephanie. I can't did I do Pressure Luck? Back. They redid Pressure Luck. Yeah, that that wasn't uh, on the board. And I, the, whenever you're out, like baseball, I don't know what game that is, but that that's not on, <laughs> that's not. What was I thinking of the British uh, Shark Tank? I know it's well, freaks. Um, well, we're we're gonna go to the on, freaks. Uh, who's up, Dina? I I'm not even sure if this is the right name, but remember the Wild Card. Joker's wild. Joker's wild. It was Joker's wild. Joker's wild. Yeah. No, that's not not on there either. Steph, we'll we'll get uh, we'll give you another shot. Here, I'll give you a hint. You ready for a hint? Yeah. I know what it is. Yep. The dating game. What's this one for? Oh. The the dating game. Uh, that would be a. That that would be an incorrect. I know that sound too. Who's got yeah, it? Match game. Go with? Match game. Match game. Match game. Match game. You said they were. Oh, okay. Hey, oh, the the match game is the new. Other Alec Baldwin's been doing match games. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. So anyway. And you were thinking the weakest link. Weakest link. Weakest link. Weakest link. Weakest link. You are the weakest link. And that is actually being remade right now. It is. With is it? J. Uh, oh, uh, what about yeah. the one with the boxes? Jane with Rich, um, right? the comedian who. Who, um, oh, Howie Mandel. Oh, Howie. Yes. Yeah. Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. deal, or no deal. Right. Yeah, that was, uh, that was number six. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, and then number eight, because match game was 10. Number eight, uh, Beach Jeff Shazam. Foxworthy. Jeff Foxworthy. Oh, oh are, you, oh, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah, right. He's great. That was a That's fun it. one. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Steph, you did awesome, man. That, yeah, yeah, so yeah. You rattled off, I think, three of those. So good job. Do us a favor. So we talked a little bit about social media. Where where can people find you on social media? I am Stephanie Abrams across the board on TikTok. I'm Stephanie underscore Abrams. Oh, well, that's that easy. easy. Yeah. 
Well, awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, everybody. Are you looking forward to spring and you need to update your, uh, your storm chasing outfit uh, like a lot of us? You got to go to uh, wxshed.com, weathershed.com. They've got a huge selection of weather themed merchandise. I uh, used to be helicity.co, but they've also got the uh, big line of Stormfront Freaks shirts, face masks, stickers, all that stuff. Just go to wxshed.com and click on the brands tab, and you're going to find all your Stormfront Freaks favorites. We're going to go ahead and take our final break, uh, but don't leave now as your Storm Freaks have got some great. Hashtag weather fools and WX resources to share. And we're never short of responses to input into Weather Trollbot 5000. So it's all coming up next. <laughs> This is Pecos Hank Shima, and you're listening to Stormfront Freaks Podcast. Let's take a drive under the moon. Let's take a drive under the somber sky. Let's take a drive under the moon. All right, we got a secret secret. Stormfront Freaks Podcast favorite episode favorite uh segment i should say uh weather trollbot 5000 and we got it coming at you again today this is the segment where we find online people who have trolled our weather friends people that are in the in front of the camera and and working hard doing their weather thing and they get trolled online on social media well what we do is we take all of that information the 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 responses by our weather friends we put them into weather trollbot and phil correct me if i'm wrong you said you got weather trollbot at a garage sale that's where you found yeah, it. yeah we found a great price unbelievable price almost free i mean it, it, we're, we're talking <laughs> and 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 it took you a little while to tune her up but now you've got it to the point where uh we can take that response that that the the very professional response that somebody gave to a troll and you can just plug it right into weather trollbot and have her spit out what that person was actually thinking yeah, she's great at interpreting wow. uh, these responses. And I, wow. so we got two tonight, and, and we'll kind of share with you guys. Uh, we always uh, tell folks, especially if you're watching the video live or, or streaming it, uh, <laughs> this is earmuffs. Put the earmuffs on the kiddos because uh, Weather Trollbot's been known to really really interpret what they were thinking. But uh, That's not something no you can tweak in the settings at, at all uh, on that? Or? Uh, I can't. It's, it's not, it wouldn't be fair. Right now, right, we right. edit it for the audio podcast, right? Like we'll beep it out. Right, right. So here we go. So we got two. First one is our, our good friend Janice Dean, uh, Fox News senior meteorologist, and she had a troll on Twitter uh, named Shanghai Deer Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> right there uh, at at eighteen twelve X. So Shanghai Deer Slayer said, uh, "What the temperature out in Long Island?" Stick to reporting the weather. You know, mm. so, so wanted to know what's the temperature, but stick to reporting the weather. So my guess is, I'm sure. Bad grammar, too. Terrible yeah, grammar. Bad grammar. Mm. Um, so Janice, I'm sure, was talking about something, maybe something else. or, uh, But she responded on Twitter, very professional, like they always do. She, and she's no different. She said, a beautiful day on Long Island. Sorry it's sad and dreary where you live. Okay. 
So, so again, how this works is I'm, I'm going to put this information into Weather Trollbot. All right. And then uh, what happens is she's going to compute all that information and then Here kick out the response. Here we go. Here is what Janice was really thinking. Stick to tweeting about your celebrity toenail collection, clown. <laughs> Stick... Stick to tweeting about your celebrity toenail collection. I didn't know that was even a thing. Yuck. That's really gross. I love that, though. <laughs> you love collecting toenails or you love no, no, the response? No, I just response? love the 5,000. Oh, okay, okay. It's it a great response. All right. And then the, the last, the second one we got for you tonight is um, David Feinfrock uh, is NBC5 senior meteorologist in Dallas, Fort Worth. Finfrock. And uh, David, what's that? Finfrock, I think now. Fin is it? Fin I thought it was Finfrock. Finfrock. Yeah. I think I messed right. up before. I think it's. I think it's Fin. Finfrock. All right. Sorry. I think that's what uh, Dan said Damn. to us. But all right. So uh, here's the tweet. The troll is God's gift to the oil field. <laughs> At, don't you love these? You just. You just kind of. It's already. That's. You know, it's like seeing some of the pictures of, of people storming the uh, Capitol <laughs> yesterday, right? Th these are the same people, I think. Same but, people. Uh, at underscore art of the drill is uh, God's gift to the oil field. But they said, uh, he or she, not sure, but he, see, uh, he said, you need to retire Finfrock for good. Uh, dude can't even talk without running out of breath. Where's Rick? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, anyway, so Dave, David, so uh, very prof uh, you know, professional, could have said a lot of things uh, when you hear what his response was. But uh, David said, Rick doesn't work weekends. I, I took a look at your previous tweets, and I'm really not interested in listening to a white supremacist. Ooh. So apparently, oh. apparently God's gift. That's a little bit field. salty. That is yeah. a little bit. That's a little bit. for him. It is a little, you know, but it's still professional. But yeah, it's like, very, dude, yeah. you're not, you're not even worth any more response. But yeah. so I, I gotta put this in. I, I'd have to imagine this is gonna be pretty good. I don't know. All right, let's find out what, uh, what he really meant to say. Here is what David was really thinking. Finn, you, you Nazi piece of. <laughs> really doesn't work weekends, so I'll get you both a room this Saturday. <laughs> oh, oh my wow. god, that's amazing. <laughs> wow, Holy he was crap. really making some serious crap, wasn't he? Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how nasty people are anymore, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, it's easy to be nasty, Dina, when you're hiding behind a name like God's gift to the oil field. Yeah. <laughs> god, exactly. no. All right, so uh, Weather Trollbot 5, if you guys, any of you come across uh, any uh, kind of troll that's hitting our weather friends on social media and you see them trying to respond back professional, uh, don't hesitate to send it uh, to us at uh, Stormfront Freak on Twitter. You can just uh, tag us on that or cop, uh, share it with us. Uh, we'll probably share it on the next show that we have. So, all right, let's see what we got next. Uh, I think we got a little... A weather fool. Weather fool. Dina. All right, this is the, the time of the show where we get to kind of make fun of people doing stupid stuff. You know, we, we search the web and Twitter and everything and find people who really made bad decisions <laughs> in weather. And everybody's got, like, 
these new iPhones have like three cameras. Of course, we're going to get you. You know, so this is this is going to be a fun one. So, Phil, I, I you usually come with like 16 weather pools, but you've got a couple today, right? Yeah, I do. I do have a couple. First one um, is actually it's it's hard. To, I, I don't. It was hard to classify this as a weather fool, but I'm going to say it has something to do with uh, a flood, maybe. Um, but it, it's it's on Twitter, uh, and this happened to be from Pretty Mary on Twitter. But it's a video of this woman in a bikini, and she's basically laying in the water. It looks like a stream, maybe a river or something like looks that. Looks like a oh waterfall. It's a waterfall. The camera oh pans God. up, and she is right on the Good. edge of this Lord. massive waterfall. What the hell, lady? No, like, what never. is she doing so close? And and that water Good. is moving pretty Lord. fast. She's trying to you look sexy or something. Oh Holy my cow. god! How is she what hanging is she on? Holding on to, yeah. That is a whole lot of hell no right there. Yes. Oh, oh <laughs> my god! I just don't god. understand how her body, the water's not pushing her I over know. the edge because it's well, you flowing. can tell with one of her arms. It looks like she's her left arm. She's trying to really hold on to something. Yeah. Uh, like oh a my rocker, God. but my, how much you got to pay me to do something like that for what is it, a photo shoot or who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that they showed her feet, so maybe something's hanging on to those. Oh yeah, maybe someone, maybe uh, still. that's a good point. I got vertigo just watching the video. Yeah, there's the, even yeah. even even if you had me tethered to still. a big old tree or something, there's still not a chance still. I'm doing that. Uh, I'd no vomit. Thanks. My vomit would go down that yeah. water. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one I got is from good old James Spann. He happened to share, and those of you down in Atlanta, Jen and Dina, uh, mm. this was on, on James Spann Twitter account. He said, from my colleagues in Atlanta, I feel your pain. Tornado warnings in college football games, never a good mix. And so I'll share these. He basically has got some screen shares. Uh, God. Says, uh, so one another kind of a troll. Why are you breaking over a football game for a tornado that's not even in our viewing area? Please take us back to football. And then you got the good old comments section. Oh, I was ready geez. to drive down there and slap that guy. No one cares. <laughs> no, uh, we don't care. And, and no. then the other one, uh, can you please shut up the weather overkill and get back to the game? Well, can you stop oh repeating the same weather statement <laughs> over and over the ball game back on? One fool after another. Uh, yeah. Basically. Hey, put the football game back on. So, I, I mean, it's, it's like I don't care about someone else. This seems like a weather troll bot greatest hits right here. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely people that that aren't wearing their masks because they could give a (laughs) about anybody. (laughs) They don't. Right. It's true. All right. Those are good, Phil. Greg, you've got one, right? We just lost all our fans that that, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that cheated those. We still love you, but just don't kill us. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I have a weather fool, and uh, listen, I was looking for, I really wanted to get some snowmobile action onto this show, and so I I was uh, perusing a bunch of uh, snowmobile videos. I have no idea what this guy was doing. Maybe one of you can help me out. Let me play the video, um, and you're going to... Guy's uh, hanging onto the snowmobile. He's hanging onto the back of the snowmobile, Okay. Okay. So I have no idea what his actual intention was, but here's what happened. So, okay, so he leans down and now he gets right down oh, really behind, hanging on. really oh. hanging on. And his buddy's like, "You ready?" And he's gonna, <laughs> he's, he's gonna gun, reverse, he's he? gonna gun the uh, the the snowmobile. Oh, his feet get caught up 
and he gets pulled up. He gets into it. He gets sucked into the snowmobile. Now, you guys can't hear the audio of this, so we'll have this in the show notes. But his buddies are all laughing at him. Like, they're not, like, concerned for his well. But he's wedged into the damn snowmobile. I'm not going to lie, I'm laughing at it, too. They're literally having to, like, reverse. Yeah. The thing's moving backwards as they're dragging him. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Anyway, I thought it was. Oh my god, that's a good one. Uh, Yeah, I had to had to share that with you guys. That's crazy. Oh, okay. MJ, you have a viewer one, don't you? I do. I have one of our uh, our. uh, If I gotta find it here, put it up there. Uh, This is from uh, Christine, our friend in Deutschland, uh, Lunalite. And she sent us this. And I'm going to start this playing because this is, uh, she shared it. It's from a Missouri uh, TV station. And it's one of those things uh, that happens when you're working from home, <laughs> right? And it, uh, Griffey, the weather dog wants to play. So he's trying to give the forecast and Griffey, the weather dog shows up at his lap and uh, wants to so play fetch. So he throws it and he keeps doing the weather and it happens again. Griffey's back. <laughs> For another round, and he throws it, and Griffey goes. That's to really cute, though. It is kind of cute, but it's uh, it's you know, it's That's one of those. Sweet. Things. I love it. Yeah. So See, there you go. He threw the ball. It started the game of fetch. Like he should have just given a treat or something. <laughs> yeah. He have thrown it behind the couch. It would have kept him busy. It, yeah, it would have. Yep. It's and a I'll, beagle, though. It's a beagle. You gotta love beagles. That, was pretty, yeah. that last chuck was pretty good. He, he it, gave it that was, a bit but hard but he comes back. And I'm gonna stop it, and so that people go to the show notes later and go watch the video because there's a there's a there's a nice a little bit of a surprise at the end where he kind of. Uh, fakes him out a little bit. It's kind of funny. Oh, whatever, right whatever on. you do, don't put it in your front pocket. Just oh. <laughs> that's right. All right, Jen, you've got a good weather pool, don't you? I do. I definitely do. So this has kind of gone viral. Like it has over 10 million views on TikTok. So this is a meteorologist in Iowa, and um, she was just kind of sick and tired of, of seeing kids and people licking icicles for some reason. Oh. Um, they, they were just doing it and fascinated by it. And her TikTok handle is at weather underscore Katie. This is Iowa meteorologist Katie Nikolai. And so she, and she may be a party pooper. So basically anyone that's kind of licked an icicle, yeah, uh, basically pooper. licked bird poop. Um, and she oh. explains on this TikTok video that basically what you're getting is melted water, um, picking up anything that's on your roof, which your roof has a lot of bird poop and other stuff on it, pollution. And when you're licking it, Records. you're licking frozen bird poop and other stuff. Squirrels. And so she's, oh. yeah, and she's basically Squirrel. saying squirrel poop. Any kind of poop, basically. So she basically says, don't do it. And it's hilarious because this, her video has, like I said, been watched over 10 million times alone on TikTok and it's been picked up. This is on TMZ, um, but national news, worldwide news, I'm sure, um, which is absolutely hilarious. So it kind of takes maybe the fun out a little bit for the kids and people interested, but also I don't think anyone wants to lick poop. (laughs) That's that's how I taught my kids not to do it because when I'm up there, I my roof too. So now we got to worry about bird flu too. Great. Yeah, it's right. It's right up there with licking a, a metal fence post uh, in the winter. Oh time, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You, you don't want to get your tongue stuck to uh, 
an icicle. But yeah, but this is, it was funny and interesting because I think we all maybe probably know that there's, it's not the cleanest thing to do, but yeah, she basically. So you know, delicious. Though. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, oh, so that was nice. so good. This is a good one into to mine because yours is ice. So I originally picked a weather fool where this wife is making fun of her husband because you know, when you have ice on your car, you can roll down the window and you a lot of times have an ice sheet. Right, right, right. And everybody loves to put their head through it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my original one was a guy. He was just screwing around, put his head through it, and he's laughing. And then I kind of scroll around, and I find this one. It said, try this. Oh. <laughs> and then he Face plant. <laughs> I don't know how thick that was. Wow. <laughs> Oh, and she just bangs it. Her whole face just flat. Oh, I think she broke her nose. She might have. You can see through the thick oh ice God. her face. <laughs> when it looks like it hurts. Oh, oh God. It's oh. It goes oh. over and over again. But I originally thought, oh, my I God, this is. I changed this as the last minute because it made me laugh so hard. Dina, I don't think I don't think she rolled the window down. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I don't know what she did, man. That's a good thing. You can kind of see her uh, face after she did it, you know, the pain on her face. Yeah. No. It's, it's like it's oh. And also I think you're supposed to put your head through it, not the yeah, front of your face. In your face. Yeah. Her nose. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But if you guys want to watch these, you gotta watch them. They're on episode 122, the Stormfront Freaks podcast, episode 122. Try it out. It's in the show notes. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So uh Jen, I don't have any fancy music. We haven't done WX resources for a while, so I don't have any fancy music to play. I didn't Oh, come this up is with okay. something. So I feel like I let you down, but let people know what it's all about. Yeah. Well, no, that's okay. So weather resources is something exciting. So as weather geeks, uh, we look for all sorts of different places, you know, to geek out with information. And so this is a place where we share uh, different tips, tricks, places with forecast information. Uh, maybe it's gear. Uh, maybe it's technology that can help you forecast the weather, storm chase, all those things. So it's weather resources that we love, whether it be an app or, or something else. And so we gather them all together to share them with you. I've got a good one, um, but I know we've got Dina, Phil, and I think Greg, maybe not, that has them too. So uh, let's kick it off with Greggles. All right. Well, listen, uh, mine is actually an app, and this is this is one that... Uh, I came across uh, about a year ago, and uh, I've just been absolutely hooked on it. And it's actually called, very clever name, Satsquatch. <laughs> and uh, what what Satsquatch can do, and I'm just going to, I'll just show you my, my, my screen here. So I've got the, uh, the U.S. up there on the screen, and I can actually pick... Um, uh, you know, anything from that satellite I can put up onto, onto my screen. So for example, because it's after dark here, I'm going to pick infrared and, uh, I'm going to pick, uh, uh, the full disc here on the GOES 16 satellite. And, uh, I can actually see what the current cloud cover is wow. even at night. And, awesome. uh, and then of course I can put it into motion. Uh, I can overlay with a pro membership. I can overlay, um, today's uh, SPC forecast and, okay. uh, you know, frontal boundaries and all, all the kind of cool weather stuff. But what's really cool is that you can see this really, really high resolution uh, satellite image 
And uh, literally, I, I mean, think about our technology. I mean, we're, I pulled that up in, you know, three seconds on my on my goofy phone, my my communicator. And uh, <laughs> uh, it's great. Anyway, Beam it's called Sat, Satsquatch. Very cool app. I'm assuming it's available for uh, Apple, but I'm I, I'm I'm on an Android. So I'm I'm on. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm looking at. Nice. That's awesome. Thanks, Greg. Mm. That's super cool. Um, Phil, let's go to you. All right, so I've got a teaser. Um, I I am not going to. Uh, this is a, we, a WX resource. I'm not going to give you the real details other than this. Uh, I heard recently from our good friends, the Tornado Trackers, um, and they have told me there's something coming. Okay, they got something coming that I'm going to tell you in advance. Uh, go to go to tornadotrackers.org. Uh, or follow them on uh, Twitter, social media, Tornado Trackers. And uh, you're especially storm chasers, storm spotters, just fans of weather, weather video, all that kind of stuff. You're going to want to keep an eye on their account. Um, I don't know how quickly this is coming, but I think there's an announcement going to be coming. So it's really more of a teaser of a great, uh, a great WX resource. Great. Right. I said great. Right and, and, that's, and that's org, a right? .org? Yeah. Uh, that is tornadotrackers.org. Dot org. Correct. Okay. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Oh my gosh, Phil. Now I just, yeah, you're going to tell us next time. Mm -hmm. Next episode. If it's really, well, we might, we might, we might, I, I'm working on getting them on. It might not be for a little while because we're, we're booked out a little ways, but um, I don't know. I truly, I don't know when they're making the announcement, but they gave me a, gave me a heads up on something. Okay. The front page awesome. video is awesome. <laughs> it is. Mm -hmm. It oh, is. Man. Oh my God, the two tornado, the twin tornadoes. Oh my gosh. Um, Dina, what do you have? All right. So this is um, from the National Weather Service. Um, and what I like about this is this gives you snowfall reports and it's on a map. You know, we've seen it before, but this one's um, a little bit newer, I guess you could say. And I like that they give you a legend so you can kind of see where the heavier totals are uh, mm -hmm. as you go. And you have a list on the right. You can kind of zoom in and see um, you know, we've had some snow in northern Arkansas today. There's just a little bit of snow there, but you can kind of zoom in and um, like look at it right there. I mean, I like storm reports on a map because as a meteorologist, you're looking at the radar and you're like, OK, it's there's rain everywhere. So it's this little pocket of snow in northern Arkansas. How much is actually falling there? And you can click on it. Uh, you got the list to the right. But I really like this. Um you know, it, it, it's, it's very easy. It moves around. You could change the map projection. And I do like the colors of the legend. So you can kind of like, you don't have to screw around with just like less than an inch if you don't want to, if you're looking for something big, especially if you're doing weather and you want to get the biggest number you can find. But um, this is weather.gov forward slash source forward slash crh forward slash snowmap.html and we'll put it on the show notes but i like this i bookmark it mm -hmm. and use it every day during winter mm -hmm. um so it's a good one to kind of keep and bookmark and and use every day love remember it. the old days you had to like call everybody and how much <laughs> did you get yeah and then you know sometimes you see it and you gotta like google where it is because you don't know some of these small towns so you sound yeah, like you're like 57 or something, Maz. He meant telegraph, not like phone call. <laughs> 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 oh my God, I love you, Greg. Now, does anybody, Maz, do you have one? I think it's me. Is it back to me or do you have one? Maz have one. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Hold on. Do I need to share my screen? Yeah. Heck do you do? Share, share screen. Hold on. I got to do this. I got to click it. Share screen. Share screen. I want to see Manson's screen. So I just have to throw trash. a little shade to actually get yeah. him to bring something. Hold on. No, it isn't anything. I just thought of. I just thought of something as I'm doing it. I don't know if it is it showing up. No. So, MJ, I'll share mine first. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. We're working with a guy from the Telegraph. <laughs> oh, my God. So mine is heading back to school and uh, with the current, you know, environment with schools, some still homeschooling, um, teacher vision, which I found has, is a great resource um, for parents, um, whether you're homeschooling right now um, because school's not, um, schools are closed or not, but they've got... Um, so many lessons and printables all about weather, uh, whether it's whiteboard compatible mini lessons, activities for art class regarding weather, digital books, printables for grades K through five and six through 12, which I love, even though like my daughter's three, I'm going to totally use this um, once schools even reopen because it's so neat. There's slideshows, seasonal weather activities, quizzes, um, weather resources for history class, lesson plans. I a lot on there, Jen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Weather wow. and geology. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. And going. And yeah, going. yeah, it does. I won't go through it all. Um, but there's basically anything you could ever imagine and want as a teacher, even like moving forward for teachers for their classes. Um, it, it's some really great resource uh, to incorporate weather and find really good lesson plans, printables, activities, arts and crafts, anything you could ever imagine. So I love that. Um, I will be using that for my daughter. That's um, got to be worth at least a, a certificate in meteorology. You go through all that stuff. Yeah. I would think. I know, right? It's a lot of great That's information. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. And so it's um, teachervision.com backslash all dash kinds dash weather. And um, and before, Maz, you got it? Did you get it pulled up or no? I don't know. He's got skeletons. So. Next Dang time. <laughs> Next time, Maz. But all of you guys, you guys can find these on our uh, resources on our show notes for Stormfront Freaks episode 122. Um, lots of good stuff on there. That is correct. Awesome stuff, guys. All right, uh, MJ, we're going to you. Anything Send in the me a postcard, Freak Fan drop Box? Drop me a line. You've got mail, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We do. <laughs> We've got a listener tweet from LVS. Uh, and LVS, they say, was listening to WX Serena, that's Serena Arnold, on our Stormfront Freaks podcast and ordered her book. And Ooh, says oh, it nice. is outstanding. Oh, yes. good. So thanks good. for creating it, says LVS. We are all happy you checked in, and I'm sure Serena appreciates the book purchase and the testimonial. That's right Serena Marie to you, just to let you know. Uh, Serena Marie Arnold, that's right, correct. Right. And um, let's see, who is this? This was Paul Armani sent us a message uh, talking about, sent it to Phil actually, says, check out 50 Below at Antero Reservoir, Reservoir in Park County, Colorado on Wednesday morning, 1230, uh, 20. And they sent a clip about uh, talking about it too. Turns out, I just saw today was released the cold temperatures in the United States. And that was the coldest in 2020. Wow. So, I saw that. I saw that today too, Maz. Yeah. Right, that's MJ. cold. Negative yeah. 50. That is cold. Negative 50 is, is pretty cold. Wow. And 
that that particular site also gets a gets a number. They uh, National Weather Service released a chart with uh, sort of where all of the cold temperatures had happened, and and of course there are several where that that got many of them. Uh, that area, that particular spot, got several. Uh, I think they, had, they ha- I think they had the high temperatures on there for the year. Too, they did also, they? yes, yeah, yeah, all in the south. Remember, remember the old days when you had to call everybody and ask what the temperature <laughs> was. <laughs> oh my God. That's right. Did they have phones? So, so thanks yeah, everybody. Awesome. Thanks to our fans for uh, getting in touch with us. Yeah, yeah. And, and if yeah, if you want to reach out to us, we are on uh, mostly on a lot on Twitter at Stormfront Freak. Uh, but we're also on Facebook, Instagram at Stormfront Freaks, and then of course, uh, questions at StormfrontFreaks.com. And I think uh, that just about does it for this episode of Stormfront Freaks podcast. Thanks for listening, uh, or those of you that happen to be watching. Before I get to uh, the next episode, I want you to know if you like the show, uh, don't forget to subscribe or to follow the show so you get notified and you receive the latest episodes that get delivered right to your inbox the moment it gets released on whatever podcast app you happen to listen to us on. Uh, Just hit that follow or subscribe button so you get the latest. And also uh, visit patreon.com Stormfront Freaks to check out all the ways you can support us and how we can actually do more with you. Uh, We've got live access to view our raw recordings like tonight. We got uh, Joe and Curtis and... Uh, Timothy are all on uh, watching us live. Uh, We've got monthly virtual happy hours with our freaks, and you can even join us and our guests in the green room of our show recordings, like uh, Daniel's been with us uh, uh, for a number of shows now and had a chance tonight to uh, talk to Stephanie and and ask Stephanie Abrams some questions. So it's pretty cool. Uh, Visit patreon.com slash stormfrontfreaks. You can join the team, and also a special thank you for supporting our efforts uh, to bring you all the content we are. Special thank you to Stephanie. As I talk about Stephanie, uh, thanks yeah. To, yeah. to Stephanie. Absolutely. Awesome. Great job. We really had a good time. And our, our next episode. So we're, we're excited to get back together in a couple weeks. We're, we're going to do our second movie commentary <laughs> of the day after tomorrow. I just uh, watched it last night. No Did kidding. All right. Oh, good for you. Prep boy. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and we're gonna we're gonna introduce our exclusive the day after tomorrow drinking game, of course. Oh, that'll oh, be wow. come with this. Looking forward. Uh, but we're recording live and raw on January 21st, and the audio podcast you'll be able to listen to that and watch with the movie that'll be available uh, January 24th. So get ready for that. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, but I think that does it. MJ, Maz, Jen, Greg, Dina. I think uh, we're ready to signal the all clear. And uh, we're going to go ahead and we'll catch you next time. So good night, everybody. Good night. Bye, guys. See ya. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Stormfront Freaks podcast. Find our bi-weekly show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app. And watch our live and recorded shows on YouTube. For show notes, additional information about this episode, as well as past and upcoming shows, videos, photos, merchandise, and more, visit our website at stormfrontfreaks.com. While you are there, check out our live interactive Storm Chaser radar provided by our friends at ZoomRadar.com. If you would like to contact us with questions or make comments about the show, shoot us an email to questions at StormfrontFreaks.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Search Stormfront Freaks. We'd love to hear from you. Join us next time and tell a friend about the Stormfront Freaks podcast.